What up, world? Back again. It is, you can read it, the Country Rat Report. Yours truly, Big Excel. What up, it's your dude, Spank. And y'all know what we do. This is the show where we give you our opinion, our reviews, our reaction, whatever you want to call it, to some of the favorite, some of your favorite videos in the country rap genre. All right, well, <sighs> every now and then, every now and again, and it's going to be more often, we give you sit down, up close conversations with some of the, your favorite groups and artists in the genre, whether they're new to the game or OGs to the game, all right? So that's something we both take pride in doing, letting you sit down and understand their recording process, how they started, where they're from. All the questions you might want to ask these artists, we, Country Rap Report, sit down and ask these questions for you and give you in-depth interviews, okay? Now, before we bring on our guest tonight, before we bring on our guests, I want to tell all you guys, thank you for ever watching any episode, all our first and last time viewers. We appreciate you. All right? Go to countryrapreport.com for all your Country Rap Report needs. If you want to submit music but don't have a video but you want your music featured on our 24-hour radio station, you can do it there. All right? Via Instagram, Facebook, however, make sure you get us the music, okay? So we don't just take videos. We try to use your music in whatever way possible, whether it's on the iTunes playlist, whether it's on WCRR, but we definitely try to, you know, help you do your thing. Right. All right? Now, tonight is no different than any other time that we talk to a country rap artist. We have. We have some OGs. And these are some OGs. And I'm not talking about OGs of country rap. These guys are OGs. To the game. And when we're talking game, we're talking the game of music. Right. The game of beat making. The game of independent music making. Right. The game of from my hand to your hand distribution. The game of selecto hits. If you're in the South, you know about <laughs> selecto hits distribution. <laughs> like we have two giants in the game, bro. And I'm glad they just popped on the screen. I'm first of all, let me let me welcome them right. <laughs> what the heck? Hey, hey. boys and girls, we have the, we have the uh, uh, mighty uh. West Ten in the building. What's going on, fellas? What's up? What's up? What's up, y'all? Hey, man. First and foremost, I gotta do a little disclaimer. Yeah. I have been drinking. <laughs> okay. Yes, sir. Right. Yes, sir. So blame it on the full cup because <laughs> I've been drinking. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. First and foremost, I want to say we are extremely humbled and it's an honor and a pleasure to have you guys on the show. Yes. And we appreciate it. We yes. we are humble. Yes, that, sir. That, that folk want to even talk to us. So hey. <laughs> First of all, second thing I want to say is every day I'm on YouTube looking for robot tutorials by Pawpaw Fresh, and I haven't found one yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give him a throwback. I'm gonna release it on VHS. Do it. VHS <laughs> and eight track. No. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. All right, gentlemen, um, the first thing, because, man, I will make this interview last about 10 hours because, you know, 
Will the Country Rap Report, but I know about King JC and DJ Trick and all that that history. But I, I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna do all that because the country rap fans might be like, what the fuck? So um the first thing I want, let's start, let's start here. And we're gonna start with you, Papa. Um just in in as quick as possible, let the people know where you're from and how you even got into this thing we call the music business. Right. Uh, man, long story, short as I can make it. Uh, when I was 10, I heard a record on the radio called Rapper's Delight. And blew my mind. Mm -hmm. uh, I was like, I begged my parents to take me to the record store, and I still got that 45 to the day. Although you can't hardly hear any music, it's all static. But uh, that began my love for, for hip-hop. Well, that was my, that was the only thing we had was radio. If I heard it on the radio, I had to have that record. That started my collection, and then I I figured out by movies and seeing uh, groups on TV, there was this thing called DJing and DJ, you know, scratching and and I saw old Grand Mixer D D DST scratching that fresh with Herbie Hancock, and I was like, I gotta do that, you know. So I bought, you know. Mowing up yards and doing whatever I could do as a young young kid, uh, saving my money to get my turntables and my realistic mixer. Y'all, I know y'all know Radio Shack. If if yeah. as old as we are, but that that was it, man. I started out DJing mixtapes, and it was actually cassette tapes. I even I even sold a couple mixtapes on eight track because folk back then had cars that still had eight track players in their cars. Mm -hmm. Y'all folk don't know what an eight-track is. They don't think it's a... No. <laughs> but, and that's the, I'm real with that, but started doing that, figured out, I want to I wanna figure out how to make these records that I'm buying. So, bought my first little drum machine, a Korg DDD-1. Uh, had about 10 sounds in it uh, that didn't sound good at all. But, uh, just... Buying little keyboards, little hundred dollar keyboards, trying to figure out how to make what I'm buying, and uh, one piece at a time. You know, one one piece of uh, keyboard samplers. Bought me a sampler. Started making beats. Uh, had a little four track cassette. You know, started actually trying to write a rhyme here and there. And, and uh, by then, I was already probably seventeen, eighteen. But I was already DJing little parties, private parties. Um, one thing led to another, and before I knew it, man, we was opening up for Queen Latifah, Naughty by Nature, Das Effects, Black Sheep, um, Two Live Crew, and we ended up working with Brother Marquis years later with, with you know, put a project out with him. But man, just kept networking and had people from Memphis, man, coming down to my studio because I was in the Boonies, I was in a small town called Gaston. I had come to Memphis and bought this tape called The Next Episode, which was King JC. I said, man, this is another white dude rapping, man. Too many white guys rapping back then. That was right. That was right. Me and you were the only Yeah. One. I had Memphis office coming to my studio, which was about an hour, hour and a half away. And he walks in one day with, with, with a female rapper called The Legend Lady J. And the rest is history, man. We, we just chopped it up and, and immediately hit it off. And started going to work. So sure. that's a long story short. There's a whole lot that happened in between there, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, but but that's a whole nother 
conversation. All right. You've mentioned being like, what was the acceptance like being one of the first white guys in your area to do it? Like, how did people treat you? Man, oddly enough, everybody was blown away that I could take two timetables and a mixer and some records and do what I do. Um, and, you know, I, I used to be called Mr. Mix before I, I learned that there was a Mr. Mix. And <laughs> all his record that is called What I Like, you know, folk who know the Two Live Crew. I had to change my name to DJ Trick. But yeah, just they were blown away by my skills because wasn't nobody doing it from a small town like me. And it started with that. So I was a DJ for many, many, many groups, R&B groups, rap groups, until I, until we landed a couple of small record deals, one in New York with a, with a guy called Lil Mac. Uh, and we ended up signing another little deal with Ichiban in 95. That was So we were in New York in like 92. Releasing, re- releasing records, but nothing ever blew. You know what I'm saying? Nothing, nothing ever blew up. But I had, I had to let the DJ trick go because the, the hair started turning white, and I'm older, and I, I never thought I'd be doing this ever like this. So I was like, you know what? I think Papa Fresh finna hit him one more time. Yeah, yeah. So, so with my brother here, man, we 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 doing what we do. Yes, sir. All right, man, you mentioned Ishaban, and a lot of people don't know, man, Ishaban is probably one of the most infamous independents, and they were based out of Atlanta, and um, they had Mike Walker over there. Y'all remember Mike Walker, who was one of the executives? Uh, John Battle did A&R at Ichabon. Uh, Ichabon yeah, put out a record on the Fat Boys. Um, yeah. Ichabon put out a Father MC record. Uh, Dr. Yeah. Ice from UTFO. Ichabon was notorious for catching a lot of artists during their their time before their next major release. So Ichabon is right. legendary for, you oh, know, yeah. I would love to see a documentary on Ichabon and Selecto hits. And I'm sure those, oh, are, those are people that, you know, I didn't know y'all had an affiliation with Ichabon, but I know King JC was distributed through uh, yeah, Selecto. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Jay Cage. Yes, sir. Give us a little history on you from King JC to how you got in the game, where you're from, all that good stuff. All right. Um, I started rapping in, uh, or writing rhymes and got into hip hop in the Boston area. Um, we were so close to New York that it, it was huge up there, but it was more from the breakdancing side for me. I know with you, it was turntablism and DJing, and, and for me, it was breakdancing. That was real big. Everybody was doing that where I was from. And um, you was, was a b-boy. Well, yeah, I thought I was back then. <laughs> now, at, at this age, being real about it, looking back, man, I, I wasn't really doing much of nothing. Okay. But um, but it was the music that caught my ear, and so we'd be on the corner, and they'd bring the cardboard boxes, the linoleum, and. It was the music that that caught my ear that I knew it just sounded different from anything else. Right. Before that. So um, that was my introduction to hip hop. I fell in love with it, just like how Trick did when he got into DJing. I started writing rhymes. And um, and then when I really started, as I started to get involved with it, ended up moving way out west to Albuquerque, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Hip hop 
didn't exist in New Mexico at this time. Now, it later did come to New Mexico in a, in a real big way, but uh, it, it just wasn't there. So I try to introduce as many people as I, I could to it. And, um, and I got some folks rocking with some hip hop. So uh, I remember just trying to like, like trick, trying to just figure out how can I get my voice on tape with a beat and I wanted to record. And man, I was just barely out of grade school at the time when we started recording tapes and um, got more and more serious with it. Ended up dropping a tape in Albuquerque in 92. And, uh, and then by late 93, I was moving to Memphis. And once I got to Memphis, then I really got more serious into the business side of things because Memphis was really starting to roll uh, with, um, we did, we had uh, here. So uh, Gangsta Pat was a already na a nationwide artist at that time. He was the first that I can remember out of Memphis to be national Absolutely. on a big level. Yeah. And, um, and I think even when I came, I think Al Capone had dropped his first album at that time. So um, there were guys who were established way beyond anything I had ever done. And so I was just, uh, I knew it was time to raise the bar. And, and, and if I was going to be serious and take it serious, I, I needed to step it up and pay a little money to hit the bigger studio. So that, that was, you know, what I was doing when I got here. All right. Now for the generation that don't know, man, let the people know what that hand to hand, I call it hand to hand combat, being out there, hanging your own posters, selling your own yes, CDs. Sir. That's guerrilla marketing. Um, Gorilla Mark. Gorilla Mark. Going in the stores doing consignments. Like, what was those days like yes. for you, gentlemen? I still, man, owe, I, I still owe some people for consignments now. Yeah, <laughs> man. I was just gonna say, I was going through my boxes in my attic. I've been trying to go through all my uh, my old music because there's a, a new demand. There's collectors out here who are real into this. So, I'm going through my boxes. I ran across a stack of books. I was flipping through them. They were all consignment papers, consignment contracts with different record stores really across the country. I was my own distributor. I'd get in the car, load wow. the tapes up to as many record stores as I could. And um, But man, there, there was a, a beauty to that, but it was it was difficult. I mean, it was a lifestyle. You lived on the road, you traveled. Uh, I mean, you had to have connects and know people. It took money to do that. Um, so it was it was much different than it is now with the, all the digital distribution. But before before we could link up, even even after I had the uh, the lock records deal out of New York, the Ichiban deal in '95, that that just that didn't happen. I think we, when we got the contract, I think within a year Ichiban had had closed doors, he had closed up shop. Um, but when we couldn't, still couldn't get like distribution through Selecto, it was too raw and too dirty, which a lot of times it was. I'm ashamed to say. It was very raw musically. Uh, we we did consignment. We just we every city we drove to, we would hit the stores, the independent shops, and like, hey, you know, can can we put some in the shop? And what's crazy is a lot of times we never went back and got the check. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did, I did that. Many time times. would go by, we would just be like, man, it's been two years. I ain't finna go down there and get forty dollars. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we just. But them, them cassettes and CDs that we did that with now are making crazy money on eBay and some of these uh, online stores. There's people paying 
four, five, six hundred dollars for a cassette to have it. I mean, they don't want to listen to it, probably just a collector. So it's kind of crazy that it's coming back to that. I seen my number eight, which was the first one I did with you. Yeah. I seen yeah. it for $750 on eBay recently, like within it's, the past year. It's nuts. And what's a shame is I've taken boxes of cassettes and CDs that we had released. One of them with him dumped them in the trash. And years <laughs> later, you know what I'm saying? It might be 10 years later. We keep. I just, <laughs> we, and now I'm sure. I went, I've done it too. Vic, Vic, uh, I don't know. Vic used to own multiple record stores, but he had a personal cassette collection. I still got it. That, that took up walls. I still like have it. Entire walls of and I like and like when I wanted to hear something, I, he'd be the first person I asked, like, bro, you still got that tape, you know, from such and such? Because I know he would have it and I, you know, I can just go and Borrow it for a second. If he let me borrow, I have to like play the shit there. Yeah, yeah. He wouldn't let me leave it. I couldn't leave the house with it. So yeah, but that, that's 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 phenomenal. That's phenomenal. Uh, the funny story is being that I've been part of this music scene so long. Um, I have artists who call me now and say, "Hey, bro, I know you got a copy of my first album." <laughs> Or somebody gave me your number. They told me if anybody got your CD, you got it. And I'd be like, man, listen, it, I'm not. I have all my stuff in storage, but it's unorganized, so it would take me damn near a day between all my cassettes and CD. I have like eight thousand cassettes, probably another ten thousand CDs, and they're just my mom packed it, so she didn't wow. pack it with care. She did not pack it with care. I have. I have demos. I have all kinds. Yeah. Of I opened a music store. If you want me to be honest, I opened a music store because I was a fan and I was going buying y'all music was going to take me to divorce court. So I figured the best thing to do was to open a store. Then I could buy stuff wholesale. Right. You got a retirement package. If you just sell the, you just sell them tapes. Man, I'm telling you. Yeah, he probably does. He probably does, with, without a doubt. We just haven't had the time to go through the stuff. But that, that'll be a conversation I have with him separate because I didn't have the conversation with uh, Jay Cage about his collection, about what he can do with it now in 2022. So, oh, yeah, it's, things it's, I can do with my collection? Oh, without a bro, I'm... Yeah, we need to talk. Yes, yeah, we need to talk. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. 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 You, you, have, you have rare pieces that like you said, the artists don't even have them. You know, not only can we digitize it and put it out there as, you know, NFTs or whatever, but we can do that and still be able to put pieces in the hip hop museum that we're talking about doing. So all of that is something we can do. I have, man, yes, I have. I have Kobe Bryant's single. Kobe rapped? Oh. Yeah, Kobe rapped. I didn't know that. that either. Oh, damn. Kobe was signed to Columbia. I have his promo single. Was there a video? I don't remember if he had a video, but I, I don't. I don't remember that. Definitely. I definitely have the Kobe Bryant CD, um, and it was two songs. Oh, that'll be an NFT tomorrow if I had that bitch. I ain't even gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that's, man. That's my <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie, bro. But it, it's it's curious that both of y'all like. Y'all are. We ain't gotta act like we ain't. You know, spring chickens. We we done been around since hip hop started. You know, yes, hip hop has these core elements, and both of y'all got in through two different elements. You came in on the DJ side, 
and you came in on the b-boy side like and now both of you are rapping and doing production so you now you tucked in the other two elements that are on on the of core hip-hop like i think that that story needs to be told i know we can go into all of it in this this interview but based on the history of that like being a a white dj you know in hip-hop and then being a a a, a b-boy that's turning into rap you know, and both of y'all in the South now. We ain't gonna act like this ain't nothing new. Like we we in spaces that y'all ain't right, y'all, right. Y'all, y'all ain't supposed to be doing this. You know, because y'all y'all are the minority wherever you're going to be doing it, especially in the South. So how how was that? How was it being a DJ and playing hip hop? And how was it being a b boy slash turning to a rapper and and doing that in Memphis? Like that couldn't have been easy for y'all. Well, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you the. I had, I, I had, when I was out on tour with an army group, I met a guy, that guy, Lil Mac. Okay. He was, in, he was in the army at the time, but he was from it. But when he come back in town, I was like, hey, man, I got a studio. I said, come on down. Let's see where we can make some music, because he because he rapped a little bit. So when I came to Memphis with him to perform and do some of these songs we were recording, man, the crowd just didn't do anything but show love, because right. it wasn't white rappers right right now you this was like 92 93 92. like what is that's that's um after beastie boys and maybe yeah, early third had, base you had third base and beastie boys and that's it. so yeah not a not a whole lot else that was out you know right so when we would go to these Memphis clubs Man, it blew people away, man. So it, I, I didn't get nothing but love That's from dope. Memphis. And, dope. you know, I father reason down here. And then I met JC, and he's actually he was living in Memphis at the time. So to me, it was nothing but love. No no iffiness or worry. I, I walk in a club, I might be the only one in there. Right. You know, right. I, I never looked at situations. I was, I, even though I was from a small town, I never looked at people like, oh, I'm. I'm white, you black. I wish they would get away from that. Why, you know, it, it, sadly, that's just how the world is. Agreed. Don't look at me, white man. Look at me for what I am and what I can do. Right, right. So for me, it was all love, man. And, and uh, from the production to all the people I got to work with, Al Capone, got to rock shows with Gangsta Pat a couple of times, Ball and G before they really moved. They used to come to them little small towns outside of Memphis. Right. Rock and rock shows in these little small towns. And a lot of times I would be the DJ for the shows. So for me, it was love. So what, what, what about you, Jay? You might have had a little different experience. It, it was, I will say, I ended up being shown major love. Right. But when I showed up to the show, so I, my first show, <laughs> I think this was my first show. It was probably one of my first shows was in uh, Tunica, Mississippi, when when I came to Memphis. Oh, you went and, further um, south. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just signed with a, a Memphis label called OB Records. And this was okay. one of the early Memphis uh, labels. He had a lot of artists. He had Lady J, which was Trick talked about earlier. But we, we rode down to Tunica. We had a show. And there, there were a lot of Memphis rappers uh, lined up uh, to, to perform. And I was just one of maybe five or six of them. 
we get down there and we get out the limos, go into the club. They see me. First thing everybody started doing. And I heard y'all talk about this on a recent episode. They was like, Man, they hit me with the ice ice, baby. <laughs> and uh, and so I got hit with that, but that all changed when I grabbed the mic when that beat came on and, and I started flowing. So yeah, they went nuts. And that, that was the first time I, I really got to learn uh, what the gangster walk was. And everybody started buck jumping and gangster walking and play. It was crazy. <laughs> so that, that was lovely. They showed they showed love. Good. Um, at what point did you um because at one point in time King JC had the long hair? Yeah. At what point did you <laughs> yep? Man, um it it was I cut my hair off in 2007. So I had it for a long time, even uh yeah, well, I, I cut it off once earlier on, and then I regrew it, and then cut it again in 2007. But um, man, now, I'll, now, now it won't grow. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> is true. Said, it just, you get a it decided age, to start growing on my chin instead. Once you get a certain age, you like me. Once you get a certain age, you cut it. It's like, oh, we forgot to tell you we ain't coming back. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you I'm not. Don't live here I gotta have my hair short. I can't do all that long hair anymore, man. But yeah, it was just getting to be older, man. I, I didn't need all that on my head no more. So I just took it off. When you get a certain age, that hair going everywhere else but your head. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh. true. At what, point, at what point did you gentlemen get introduced to the genre of country rap? Because King JC was not a country rap artist. DJ Trick was not a country rap producer or a DJ. Yeah, good question. Man, I'm going to tell you, it was weird how it happened. Uh, I get a call from an old school buddy that that has done music for years. It had been years since I talked to him. He he sent an email to one of my old emails, but he didn't have my new numbers. I didn't have his. And we just chopped it up. I said, man, come by. I got a little building turned back into a studio. I had started making my kind of music. This was which just what I wanted to do. Released a couple of things on uh, Distro Kid. It wasn't rap. It wasn't rap. It was, uh, I don't know what it was. It's something I wanted to do. <laughs> but uh, he's like, hey man, I got this young dude from down home. Uh, we trying to we trying to build him some songs. He's in this kind of country rap thing. And I said, man, I got a gang load of beats because I do beats every day just because I love to. So if you figure you're doing three or four beats every day for 10 years, you got a gang load of beats. Right. So I started submitting production for his album to just to try to get some placement. Well, he ends up pissing off the label and gets dropped. Long story short, I'm, I'm back helping. We trying to get him some fun. Shout out to Recognition. Uh, y'all look out, he he finna hit the country rap world something serious. Very talented dude. But anyway, he gets dropped. I got all these beats I had just sent kind of on the country rap level. You know, twanged out a little bit, but still got the nice 808 vibe to it. I, and so I hollered back at him. Now, he done moved to the country. 
And then after about a year, I'm like, man, come by the house. I got the little studio set up. I let him hear some of them beats, and it was over. He's like, man, what you going to do with that? I'm like, man, come on, let's do something. Yeah, you know? really. So I had moved out to the country, and I was living out there and experiencing a whole different <laughs> lifestyle. It, it was just different, and I was loving every minute of it. And um, I had been retired from making music for years at this point. I think the last thing we did was in 2014. It, it was a, a Christian hip hop mixtape. And um, I also uh, was at the same church as Lecrae. So I was around a bunch of uh, Christian hip hop artists at that time. So, uh, but that was short lived. Um, I, I was done doing music for years and years. But got out to the country and having new experiences and just starting to feel creative again. I come over here, Trick showing me the tracks, the building, and we just talked about doing a song, jumping on a, a track. And so that was discussed. And, and I remember telling him, if, if we do this, man, I, I can't do the same music. That, that I once did because I'm just a different person in a different place. And that's when he broke out some of those other country uh, rap tracks because I, I told him, I said, in the country, I'm just having different experiences. I, I want to go a different route. When he broke that out, I was like, yes, that's more the line of what I want to do and, and the stuff I want to write to. And so we did a song, which was just me on there at first, but then I was like, man, I, you got to rock this one with me because it, it was nice, had a nice beat to it. And it really wasn't country rap, but it was it was uh, Walking in Memphis. It's and actually our first song. Our we first we shot a video, but it was a, it was a cover. And I don't think y'all review covers, but man, it's a beautiful video. Yeah. And that jumped it I've off. I've seen the video. I've seen that. Yeah. Like, I didn't want to rap. I, <laughs> even back in the day when I did with, with, the, with the Itchy Bond deal, that really wasn't what I wanted to do. <laughs> In the dude behind everybody. I'm on the yeah. turntable, y'all out there. I'll be the beat maker and a DJ. But but he was like, man, you got to get on it. And I was like, okay, this one. And now every song is like, man, I'm you know, West 10, just there it is. We we out there doing it. I never yeah. thought, man, I, I I never thought I'd be doing that at 10 ever. Man, I'm grateful you did uh, jump yeah. on there. And yeah. then I'm grateful that we were able to come together as a group. That's right. That's right. Everybody, man, I, oddly enough, and it's shocking to me, to be honest with you, everybody seems to love what we're doing. I mean, y'all, man, review the records, and if y'all don't realize the boost that you give or the encouragement or the, or even when you're critical with artists, man, tighten up your mixes, go, y'all need to get the production right. That's helping folk, you know, mold that crap. And so... It's been a huge boost for us, man. Man, this next record we're working on is crazy. It's crazy. The first one was just the intro, in our opinion. Yeah. So, but it was a good intro. Yeah, we appreciate it. Thank that. you, man. Appreciate that. What did you guys both take from doing traditional hip-hop, uh, independent distribution? What things did you guys take from that arena that you've been able to use in this arena? <laughs> Man, because it, it's so different now. Um, I don't know if there is anything from the way we used to do it. 
because it's just done so differently now. And but I will say that was a learning curve for both of us is we had to try to figure out digital distribution and how that works and how to promote and social media, which both of us, we, we're really not strong with social media. That's just not our, our wiring. And so um, I've been doing the best I can with that, but. He does it all. I told him, I said, I ain't got no Facebook. I ain't got no Twitter. I don't want it. I said, I got an email, okay, email. <laughs> hey, but Papa need a TikTok. Imagine Papa. On- yeah, that would be good. Papa need yeah. an Instagram and put some of them beats up, like snippets yeah. of beats. I, I, I agree. know I do. Everybody yeah. and everybody keeps telling me that man, mm-hmm. man, you could be, you could make a killing with this and this. And I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna do it, but uh, man, I got so many people hitting hitting at me, needing beats now production because you know the name is floating. They seeing what we doing. I'm having a hard enough time feeding them, uh, you know, and, and, and still being able to be creative with West 10 right. with that next record or the next one that to try to push us a little further. But we, man, we ain't scratched the surface, man. We look at some of the views some of these people get, man, and we we happy to get 10,000. You know what I mean? We we like, for us, it's like, wow, we had people play this thing 10,000 times, you know, right. so. But I know that ain't nothing. There's people getting million in a, in a day. Oh yeah, you know. So we just man, blessed. God has blessed us, man, to 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 even still be able to do what we love, you know. And, and meet That's a, that is a yeah. That's definitely a blessing because because all of us are old, you know. So we we <laughs> we need to count them blessings. You have said that twice. We, I, hey, it, let's just be real. <laughs> I, I'm gonna call a spade a spade, bro. Like all yeah, we, and I'm talking to the other two MCs. Like we got started around the same time. Like we were, yeah. we came in to rap at the birth of rap. Whoa. Like we was around during the hip hop, hippity hip hop days. Like we grew yeah. up with it. And Vic just happened to be on the side of the a music connoisseur, but he could also dance, so he was probably one of them b boys too. So he was definitely in the hip hop elements. All right. of us grew up with it. So the 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 negatives that we saw from the Itchy Bonds and all the other labels that was out there done came and gone. But we also took from that the, the guerrilla marketing tactics. Like that shit is applicable over here in country rap today. Like you can do all of that over there of, that we did used to do over here in country rap because there isn't any radio. We have to do guerrilla right. marketing, you know, on top of the social media stuff, but, you know, and, and applying merch tactics and all that other stuff. The stuff that we saw growing up, it's just being recycled. We just got to learn the new methods, you know. But so don't definitely don't be uh, put off by the digital stuff or just because it's social media or whatever. Like it, it might seem a little overwhelming, but I guarantee you, you, st- you start putting beats up on, just do one a week. Them things start cycling, and then you, right. you somehow make some sort of beat playlist or beat website. That thing's running by itself, fam. Like that's a whole nother, that's your job right there. Like you can probably make thirty, forty thousand dollars a year just off of the beat website. And then you right. can focus, do the other stuff. Hell, it can fund right. West 10. Like all, right. you, you might have to take the time to, to focus on pieces. And, and then me and Vic are we, we used to be bad about it, but now we're pretty good at it. We have to delegate time out of our day to yeah. specifically focus on tasks. Yeah. You know, and we we have to do it now for Country Rap Report for sure. But you should probably take maybe an hour a day. Start with that, 
and just put a beat online wherever youtube or instagram or whatever and then next week you do two hours uh, you know for that for that day and then let it keep building to where you're taking make, make three or four hours out of that day and as it starts generating that revenue that you need it will pay off because if you're charging let's say you're charging 100 bucks you know it, and you it only took you an hour to put it up you just made a hundred dollars an hour you know, you just monetize that time for you. So you got to be able to do that. And then you just re repeat that process. I'm, I'm going to take that advice. Everybody yeah. keep telling me that, man. Yeah. So I'm on, I'm on, I got, I got many of them. So I'm on, I'm on. Bro, beats, is, beats, everybody need beats. I mean, put the, it together. The, the wackest motherfucker out there need a beat, for real. And I, I'm not even going to lie. Like, if they, they need them the, the, the worst way. And they will pay the minimum. But, you know, if okay. once you start building up on your career, and yeah. West 10 and, and the, the mixing and mastering job that you do, like that's an, that's an add-on service you get to add. But as the, the bigger you become, the more pricier that beat comes. You know, like, right. you know I, I, I'm on DJ Chose's management group. Chose started out at $100 a beat. Now Chose right. is, you know, $4,500 a beat. You know, and this is within a, a decade. You know, so it can yeah. all change for you. You just got to get that. You have to make that starting point and dedicate True. yourself to it. You know, and it just starts with doing it. You know, as long I'm as you're not doing advice. it, you're not gonna do it. I'm gonna take that advice. We we I'm gonna we'll be jumping it off, man. And I, real quick, I want to shout out some of my favorite beat makers. Uh man, Dove 3030 is beast. Oh, without a doubt. 3030. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know him. I never met him, but man, I love love is what he's doing, man. He a he a busy dude. Yeah. So, Stoner is, is a killer on the production. Which one's Stoner? Uh, Thomas, uh, you know, uh, what's this? Stoner, Stoney uh, Miller, ain't it? Or? Stoner, Thomas Stoner. He does the ones for Up Church, Jelly. He, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. He, he on the higher end. Okay, I got yeah, you. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, I got he, you. Been doing it for years. I like, I like Shamu. I like seeing. That's a lot of my, that's a lot of good Shamu. producers over here. Let me, Shamu let me. hard, man. I love yeah. Shamu voice, man. Yes, for sure. Let me tell you what I, I what I want to see, and I ain't mean to interrupt. I want to see that old. I want to see that old Memphis in country rap. Yeah, I yep. want to see that DJ Zerk. I want to see yeah. that 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 just mm -hmm. all that 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 Al Capone, like that gangster pack. Like I want to. I want this generation to be introduced to that. And I always I say all the time, Pop yeah. Out Fresh is the guy. Cause he has that formula from that old. Cause if you go back to Selecto hits, a lot of those artists damn near came from the same pot, but they sounded the same. And I think right, that right. what's more country than Memphis or yeah. Tennessee, like True. you True. know, like I want to hear some of these artists come to pop out. Shotgun Shane should have been knocking on your door two years ago, right? You know, with, with his melodies and your beats. Like I just think. There is a sound to be created in that whole West 10 Pop-Up Fresh movement that could take the country rap level to another arena. And then, we, because one thing I'm learning, like in Atlanta, I'm not finding a lot of people who resonate with country rap yet. And I'm like, Atlanta is country, what the? But I don't know. So I yeah, think exactly. I think we need more of them, them, them beats, them, that, that beat. Yeah, Pop can do it though. He's definitely got he got the he got the um the formula for it. And I mean, so does Jack Cage though. Like he has the history because he grew up in it. He was a yeah. part of those movements. So it, 
and that sound is already it's it's in the West Ten sound for sure. Uh, yes. I, I, and I don't. I would probably be selfish though, Vic. I probably wouldn't share it with folks uh, unless it was <laughs> in music. I probably wouldn't, you know, give those out to other folks because y'all got a good sound. Y'all have a very original, distinctive, uh, and very needed sound in country rap. I mean, rap. Period. Um, we haven't really. We haven't heard this type of sound since Outkast. And because Andre Three Thousand is always on hiatus, we can't really get that, you know, true Outkast feel. So you guys, you know, are feeling a need, which is why I think people gravitate towards y'all because that sound is needed. We we've been missing it for a very long time. So when they hear y'all, it's like, okay, I'm vibing to this. This sounds like what I've been looking for. Yeah, we we, we can't help we can't help but get it because we 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 grew up in it. We love it, and you know, I've been in Memphis since like you know early '90s. You know, back and forth. I finally moved down here in '98. So. That's just us. That's our sound. We love that. So hey, if you if you need some pop pop fresh Memphis country out playing beat, holler at me. Yeah, holler at him for sure. And, yeah, right, DJ Trick twelve hundred at Yahoo. So. I can't. I can't. I can't. We'll be done talking about stuff that the name West Ten. How'd that come about? So when we were coming together doing the first couple songs, and uh. Man, I, I realized I did not want to be a solo artist. I, if we were going to do this, because I think we had a couple songs under our belt at that point, uh, I wanted to do it as a group. And so I, I asked Trigg if, if he'd be down to just put together a group, just me and him. And uh, man, well, I mean, back in the day, we used to do so much together anyway. It, it was fitting. And so uh, to my surprise, he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm with it. And so... Man, I, again, I thank the Lord for that because uh, it probably wouldn't have happened if he wouldn't have been down to do it. But uh, I started just trying to think of a good name for us. And I wanted to represent where we're from. And um, the reason for that, especially with the in the country rap lane, is the, the west side of the state of Tennessee just does not get the shine. Uh, Memphis. I just or, got it. Mem Memphis does. Yeah. <laughs> You got it. That's what it is. Yeah. I just got it. What the fuck? Right. I'm old. Oh, oh, I apologize. Yeah. I apologize. Wait, oh, did you know West what... 10 was meant West Tennessee? I did I not did. know. I did not know. He just explained it. What the fuck? Right. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it was um, it was to represent where we're from because most all the other country artists from Middle Tennessee or East Tennessee. Right. We wanted to represent West Tennessee, where we're from, and then to just add the the number ten instead of TN, right? right. And um, and then just <laughs> having the, it feels the stupid on me. <laughs> I know, Vic. I know. <laughs> yeah. like, it feels stupid as hell. Like, wait, what does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> oh, <laughs> let, 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 let me tell y'all something because yeah. I was going to be looking for West Ten Highway. When I came to Tuscaria, <laughs> I thought West End was a damn highway, an interstate, an intersection. Right, right. I didn't, yeah, got as hip hop as I am, the name yeah. is a metaphor within itself. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, oh, and also, uh, Hidden Valley is addressing. 
We got it. I got it now. <laughs> I, I knew what that. I be dressing. Okay. I, yeah. I knew what that. Was. All right. All right. I, I missed it. I missed it. I missed it. Man, that was so great, though. I love that. <laughs> so on, on the West End hats, because I'm a fan of the hats, and I know they don't represent what I want them to represent. So the three stars on the hat, it doesn't represent the three Super Bowl rings of my Dallas Cowboys. No, no it does not. <laughs> It was, not. <laughs> was, a, was a shameless shout out to my Dallas Cowboys. What do the three stars represent? Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, the, the, I know Paul. I know me and you rock the, the Cowboys. Volunteer state. This is representing Tennessee, our state flag, our star flag. And so we worked that into our um our branding, which we're still in the process of getting all that together with the merch. Uh, yeah, so we we have these hats were given to us as a gift. From somebody, but uh, but we have merch coming. It's on the way: t-shirts, hats, hoodie, uh, all that. We're getting that together right now. Okay, dope. We we're looking, we're looking, man, to just build and grow this thing. It's really technically it don't exist. I mean, if you go to DistroKid or CD Baby or whoever, and you're gonna release a song, and you click the little link, and they ask you, "What is? What is it?" Is it rock? Is it country? The genre, yeah. We're working on that. I'm working on that, though. I'm working on it. Yeah. Yeah, you are. You are working on that, for sure. We're working bro. on that. It's going to change, man. I, this thing is, I think, it's about to be, it's going to blow to the point where the majors are st- going to start grabbing artists because they see where it's going. It's about to get to that point. Agreed. I think when Jelly hit, hit Opry stage, I know he's singing. He's still rapping here and there on the side, but when he hit the Opry stage, that I think that was the the door. The door is cracked open now. Yeah, that was a big deal. And, and you see, yeah. you see these country artists on CMT kind of sliding in some rappers here and there every once in a while. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah. It's coming. Yep. So you just said something, and then I heard Spank slip something in. So I gotta pull him to the front of the class because I think I heard him say something. So do you gentlemen think that, say, major labels owned by Ludacris? Oh, here we go again. Or T.I. Or your guy. Do you think they should sign country rap artists? It kind of already happened, not in a big way, but there's a country rap artist in West Tennessee named Lebo. Yeah. I'm he lived, Lebo. Yeah, he lived out there by where I, where I live. Shout out to Lebo. He actually signed to Endless Entertainment, which is kind of like us. This money bag. Yo. Money bag. Yo was involved with that somehow, some way. I think it's his label. Yeah. I don't know. I, sure I think if, it's his label. I'm not sure if he like rubber stamping it or he a part owner. So it's kind of happening on a small level. But it, it, yeah, you're right. I don't see nothing wrong with it, man. Nelly, Nelly already messing with them CMT people, man. He uh, why not why not grab somebody that's gonna come up, rubber stamp them and, and put it on. Stamp them. Like, it's gonna have stamp okay. them, man. Okay, okay. Just holler at Papa. Let me get a piece. So if it if Lebo signed to Moneybag Yo, how many Moneybag Yo's fans really give a damn about Lebo? If it ain't over half, or at least half, then it's it's a non non important number that 
Levo don't even need to be focusing on. There's no asset for him to be over there with money bag. Yo, he could be independent and doing it in by himself, solo, and get the same effectiveness as he is with signing with money bag. Yo, it's no gain to him. Matter of fact, it's probably a hindrance because now he is going to be stamped as being part of your money bag. Yo's folks and money bag. Yo's crew is going to be after him, but he ain't doing the music catered for them. So now it's a. I'm being disappointed because I really, really rock with Moneybag Yo, but now I'm going to listen to Lebo and like, what is this? This ain't what I want to hear. This ain't Moneybag Yo, boy. This is something else, something else I'm trying not to listen to. So I think it would be a hindrance. This is just this argument me and him have all the time. But I think it would be a hindrance. Like, I, I don't think anybody should get stamped by anybody that is in hip hop. If they want to get anything, use their money, use their guidance, and use their connections, but don't use their stamp because their stamp puts you in a pocket that you cannot get out of once you get stamped. Right. You, once right. you get, Don't once you are, that. no, I'm saying once you, once T.I. stamps you, you are T.I. stamped. You, you, now T.I.'s fans have a certain expectation level of you, but you ain't for them. Country rap ain't for T.I.'s fans. Nobody, maybe a small majority, small minority, because he does have white fans and he does have fans in the country because he's a country dude himself. You know, but he, those, those, that little, but that ain't over 30%. You know, if it ain't even, if, if it's probably not even 20%, I would probably guess it'd be around 15 ish. But mm-hmm. would that be a benefit for those people? Possibly. But you got now 85% that have an expectation of you that you cannot meet just because TI stamped you. I wouldn't damn my artist that way. I would just use the connection, the money, and the networking as much as I can to get me in the doors yeah. to move around and do all the other stuff. But I, I don't need your stamp. Right, before y'all say anything, and I'm sorry for dragging out into this argument. <laughs> this is what I feel. Okay. This is what I feel. Okay. These artists came from the struggle. These artists ain't always had money. There are right. some of these artists who live the lives of these that these country rappers are rapping about. These artists are also viewed as astute businessmen and supposedly having good ears. Right. So what's wrong with a TI, since we mentioned the TI, saying, hey, I found this dope-ass group, West 10, they rapping about that real shit from the country, and I fuck with them, and I want y'all to fuck with them, too. I know, but who is he talking to? He's talking to his fans. Right, but his fans are not the fans of West 10. His every, fans. Every Ti fan is not rich. I'm not saying that. They, no, I'm not saying that. I'm They're saying fans that, of good music. And West Ham makes great music, but right. I that that music only a very small majority, small minority, is going to connect with West Ham of Ti's fan base. Ti's fan base is mostly females first, and then on the I'm other side, sexy. <laughs> <laughs> and then on the other side, you got. T.I.'s definitely lyrical now. They'll they'll rock with y'all on the lyrics and the production. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't, I don't, I, I don't like the stamp. I, I'm okay I with anything but the stamp. I don't want the stamp. That may be the wrong verbiage I use, but but like if you look at if you look at the collab that just happened with Coke, I think it's a beautiful thing. But I see your point, Spank, what you're saying. Will will Kevin Gates uh, fans? Are they gonna rock with Coke? Maybe on that song, or vice versa. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, or vice versa. Uh, yeah. But but it depends, I guess. 
like I feel like we can jump on a record with man anybody. Anybody, right? I agree. And we can rock with them, and and, and them folk would be like, man, you see them old dudes up there rapping, man. Them, <laughs> them folk getting it. You know? well, I, I think we meet. We use y'all but, but interviewing. Again, Initially, we had used Jesse B as yeah. an example. Yeah. Like using Jesse B is different than using y'all because y'all y'all make good music. Not saying that she doesn't. Oh my god, that came out wrong. Um, y'all make the type of music that hip hop people will gravitate towards, and I'm talking about people that are probably right. 25 and older, like people that have experienced years and years of hip hop that can appreciate appreciate good music. Jesse B is new to country rap she knew the rap period you know i yeah. don't think her getting a stamp if she get a stamp from any male that is in hip-hop it would hinder her if she get a stamp from any female now that's a different story and if Nicki minaj right. was like oh y'all fuck with her then they gonna fuck with her just because she's a female you know not that the girls just rally around each other but i i don't i don't know this is probably an argument we're never gonna stop having Go ahead, Papa. Oh, now speaking of Jesse B, when you bring up, man, we're huge fans of Jesse B. And, right. and, and, oh. and I didn't want to leak it too soon. But man, she already I, has. Man, I think, man, we got a song with Jesse B that's so hard. It's going to be our first single for the new record. Man, oh. Amazing. Well, she, just, she just said she was work, doing some things with y'all. And she kept hinting to us when we talked to her that yeah, y'all gonna yeah. be surprised. Yeah, and I think, but yeah. yeah, we don't tell nobody. We're just gonna do it short tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna do the YouTube I'm, short tomorrow. <laughs> but then, hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's coming. It's coming. It's uh, yeah. we putting the final touches on it. Uh, but but man, uh, super super talented man. Oh, she she. I ain't never met a female that can make her own beats. I know. Rap and I know. Sing I know. And, 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 and killing it. And, and just, she she making the beats on Splice too, uh Papa. Like she ain't Splice, yeah. She ain't got a fruity loop. So she I mean I had a doctor rhythm and you had a chord. Like I don't right. she ain't got the right equipment. She just right. what what she's got, she's yeah. damn near killing everybody with it. You know, oh, it ain't she been, is. She, yeah. she, it's it's not even fair. Like man, I'm gonna tell you, she's gonna be huge. Jesse B gonna be huge. I agree. Yeah, I, I'm so glad my wife discovered yeah. her because that was that was a blessing for us. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, look, I got I got two questions before we wrap it up, and then whatever Spank wants to add. My first question is, um, either one of you gentlemen have children, and if so, do y'all see music in their future? Yeah, you go for it. Yeah, I definitely have children. I have a bunch of babies <laughs> all over the country. No, I'm, I'm yeah, yeah. I, I got a lot of babies, but I got um grown kids. My oldest daughter is uh, Itayana. She's 24 now, and um, she's 23, 24. Mm-hmm. And um, she does music. Yeah, her Itayana. Yep, and. She is an amazing singer. Amazing. Uh, I'll I'll send you a song she did. Uh, I'll I'll shoot it to you later. But um, then another daughter I have, uh, Kayla, Nakayla. She 
is also a singer songwriter, but she plays the uh, ukulele. Okay. Okay. So it's a different sound. It's real. Um, kind of sound like that music you hear in independent films. Right. Kind of singer song or songwriter stuff. She real big into that. And uh, and then my younger babies, uh, which my youngest son, he's just about to be a teenager. He's already playing guitar. He's really learning practices every day and. He, he loved more the, the country music because he's been hearing a lot of that lately. And, um, and so he's, he's been doing more of that. I'd love to see him rap. I'd love to see that because uh, I know he can spit all our lyrics in a simple man's verse on late down. He'll rap the whole thing perfectly. And it's amazing to watch him do that. So I'd love to see him do that. And, uh, and then another daughter of mine also uh, is getting into singing. She's starting to, uh, she wanted to be like her big sister. So, did you encourage them to get into music? I, I, I don't know if I encouraged them or I definitely didn't discourage them. I think my oldest daughter got into it. She was with me. She as a baby, so she grew up around it, and okay. she saw me in the studio. She was always around music, so it just kind of flowed out of her naturally. And um and then I didn't encourage or or discourage my uh my daughter Michaela. She just started writing songs and, and doing music. It's just very different than what I do. I got you. But um I, I think I'm encouraging my youngest son right now. I'd love to see him I got you. come up in country rap as a young like a, a young teenager. I think that'd be a it's needed. It's needed. That would be dope. For sure. What about you, Papa? I, I, I got one song. I, I, I one and a done. The name shall live on. And, I, and that's, yeah, that's it for me. I got my son. I'm good. But uh, he's not so much into the music, uh, but he's in the video thing at school. He's part of the video program at his school, high school. And so I'm thinking maybe he may dibble and dabble in video production and editing. That'd be dope. Like, yeah, yeah. So uh, he ain't got the music bug like I do, uh, but that don't mean he can't get it. You know what I'm saying? So right. music has kept me out of trouble for a long, long time. You know, I think a lot of us. So, yeah, a lot yes. of us. Music definitely kept me from behind bars. Um, if it wasn't for music, I ain't no telling where I would be, and I never even made music. Mm -hmm. Just just loving the music, um, wanting to interview. I used to say I want to interview every artist ever. I don't think I'm ever going to die because it's going to always be an artist to interview. So I, I, I always want to interview every artist with a story to tell. So music has definitely kept me in that place. My last question, and then if Spank got some closing questions, is the new project. Tell people about the new project, how fun it was making it, and what's been the response. Yeah, um, it was... <clears throat> Fun making it because just to be away from music for so long and then to come back just fresh and with, with something brand new, man, I, I love the process. The writing, I mean, Trick would send me tracks and man, just everything he would send me was like, I'm, I'm ready to write. And so making the music was just a blast. That was my favorite part of the whole thing. And, um, and then just learning how to market and promote through social media, all that, uh, that's something I'm still learning, but uh, 
yeah, it's, it's a learning curve. So uh, we got a long way to go with it, but we're we're trying to get it out there to as many folks as possible. And uh, man, we hope they enjoy listening to it as much as we enjoy making. Yes, sir. Hey, looking looking forward to man working with more and more of these artists and collabing and getting getting folks. Simple man showed us love, and we didn't even know the guy. We just on on the chat on one of y'all shows. Y'all was doing one of his. Uh, videos at the same time y'all did artists good time. Oh damn, y'all met in the chat. Yep. Yeah, in the chat. I was wow. Like, wow. So y'all y'all made that happen. Yeah. Hundred rap report made that happen. Hell yep. yeah, I feel good. So yeah, what y'all do, man? I'm telling you, I hope y'all can keep it up. I hope it can grow to the point where y'all will be on the Sirius XM, whatever platform y'all looking to get on. It's much needed, man. Much needed because, I mean, I would think about if we did this music and it wasn't no country rap report, yeah. it wouldn't be the same because all these contacts we've been making, I wouldn't have been able to make. You know, I'm, I'm getting production on Breadwind, Simple Man's new project. I'm submitting beats to uh, Hard Target. I'm submitting beats, you know. We, I'm, nice, nice. I'm supposed to be doing Simple Man's new solo EP coming up later on this whole project. So I'm, I'm man, I'm just, I'm yeah. blessed to, to, to just be able to somebody holler and say, "Hey, man, can you do, can you do this for me?" So hey, we looking to to grow and build this genre, and hopefully this NFT. We oh yeah, we got we gonna connect on that, bro. That's ho- hopefully that thing is gonna is gonna allow us to grow and build. Yeah, yeah, and, and I'll even say when it comes to country rap report, if it wasn't for y'all, I wouldn't know ninety uh, percent of the artists in country rap that I know of. I know from y'all, y'all introduce them, and then I go check them out, and and then I I either become a fan or I don't listen to them anymore. But <laughs> that's because of y'all. So man, I'm greatly appreciative of what y'all do. No, we appreciate that. Man, I, I look, I appreciate you guys because you guys were the first artists to take interest in the station, like the WCRR. And I'm like, man, these, these guys are really on it. You know, and I'm like, okay, you know. So, and I always say, from my standpoint, knowing that people support, sometimes a simple thank you will make me do it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. or, you know, a simple shout out or thank mm-hmm. you. So, knowing that people are meeting in the chat, linking up, making songs, becoming, you know, cohorts, friends, whatever, that to me, lets me know over the money that what me and Spank are doing are definitely, definitely providing to people who need it. That makes me feel good, bro. Because that damn Simple Man song y'all had, that shit was banging. Like, hey, look, we was here. Yeah, it was nice. <laughs> hey, he ain't going first next time. <laughs> Hey, he came, he came hard on that thing, I, I, man. I, I ain't rapping no more. I'm just a beat maker. Y'all held your own, though. Yeah, Simple Man, man, to me, is probably the hardest country rap MC in the game. He's killing, he killing everybody lyrically. You can give him any kind of beat, and he's going to kill it. You know? so well, I can't out. wait to hear him over some more of your beats. Yeah, oh man, yeah, they got one coming out, man, soon. I don't want to, I don't want to drop it and make it get them, get them, get them mad at me. But it's Simple Man, Breadwin the Deal, and Dusty Lee. I'm on the talk box. Nice, not the talk box. Yes, yeah, man. 
this got you know, I did the B song, this record right here. I ain't gonna say what he almost called it, but that record right there. That's how I caught y'all the first time because you did the talk box in in yep. that song. On Tennessee yeah. Good Time. Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was like, man, this this song makes me feel so good. Just listening to yeah, it. Yeah, so yeah, when you hear this one, you really gonna hear that talk box. And so hey, yeah, hey, country rappers, if you need a talk box and ain't Auto tune, yes. Pop up is I guess I'm a talk box master man. Yeah. Country awesome. 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 Roger Trotman will be proud. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Big fan of Roger Trotman. Oh yeah. Look, I keep throwing out this stuff, making myself seem old, and I'm I'm gonna be I'm I'm a clone of Vic XL. I'm not even the real Vic XL. I'm the clone. <laughs> I came back. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Spike, you got anything you want to close out with these guys? I mean, they they've been a they they started like this was like Memphis Gangster Walk or whatever that whatever y'all was calling that. And then yeah, just from uh King JC doing dozens of catalog and and DJ Trick just y'all, your history is there. Like and it, and you've come from all of that, and then you did the Lecrae gospel rap stuff, and it might have wasn't some ICP stuff in there somewhere or whatever you were doing. Like it was that's me. That's yeah, yeah all, all of that. Like yeah, I always got thrown into that camp. Yeah, that that has yeah. prepared y'all to do West Ten, and all that that entire this that accumulation of history and experiences. Has made the West Ham brand, and it, when you listen to it, like as a hip hop head, I appreciate the music. But as somebody that just like good music, they're gonna they would they can vibe to y'all, bro. Like I, I'm I'm a huge fan of West Ham since the first time I heard you. I was like, this is this is different, and this is new. And like, okay, I'm I really like this, and I was not expecting to like this, but now I really really do like this. So you know, and since then I've been a fan, a huge fan. So I I. I Whenever I can, I tell people to definitely hit you up for the mixing and mastering because you got the ear, you know. So, and if yeah. now that you're doing beats and stuff, but and I did not know that you were still doing beats, I thought it was just for y'all. But now that you're out there and you're doing mm-hmm. it, like, hey, they need to be hitting you up for beats too, like all, yeah. all of that. And and Jack, Jack Cage got the experience to where if he wanted to, he could run a label or at least consult. I, I did run a label for years and years. Well, you can that. you can at least consult with these kids because these folks they lost in this generation, bro. Like they ain't they ain't, they ain't, they don't know this industry. They don't know how we need to be maneuvering to get stuff done right. You know, I know y'all still learning it in the digital age, but yeah. you, there's some people over here in this space you need to be teaching how to rap. You know, because it's pretty basic. <laughs> you know, they ain't they ain't doing the rhyming words when you're supposed to be doing the rhyming words. You know, you y'all. Well, this is correct. I, yeah. I've definitely so, noticed that. Yeah. Yes, it's it's um, it's I I think y'all y'all have gone through the journey that you have, and I, me and Vic have too. I think we're in with the space that we're supposed to be, but I think you guys are where you're supposed to be as artists to help build this genre and add some credibility to it, um, based on y'all's experiences in in the past and your direction that you're trying to go right now with good quality music and good quality sound. Like this genre needs that. It needs valid efforts from people like yourselves. So people that listen to it for the first time can take it serious. You know, we don't want people to, oh, that's a mockery. Oh, you know, that ain't real. That ain't real rap. No, check out this West End. You know, check out this dude. Check out Simple Man. 
And tell me yeah. he ain't rapping his ass off. Like for real. Right, right. right. Yeah. You know, so so we're 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 all in this right now at the right time. We just gotta you know network properly and try to you know continue what we're doing to like, keep building that's the right. genre up. That's right. Yes, that's, that's what we're about. So anything we can do, man, y'all, y'all get at us. Let's build this thing, man. And appreciate y'all again for the country rap report. And man, oh, we appreciate y'all. I, I see. I see big things happening for all of us, man. I really do. I agree. It's gonna be some major, some major labels getting getting that folk. I think if not this year, next year. I think the genre is gonna be taken serious, at least while yeah. Country Rap Report is doing it. You know, it's gonna yeah. happen within within a very reason reasonable amount of time, hopefully this year. And like I said, I was I'm working on it at the genre. I need the genre to be a drop down at all distributors. Yes. And yes. asset asset dis- distribution, we, we're working on it now. To, right. to but it, it starts with the distribution, but it has to come down from the DSP. So they right. got to consider it a real genre, and we're working. We're doing our best right now to make that an inclusion. Yeah. Right. Um, before we get out of here, y'all, please let these people know how to find you guys on social media and how to check out that put some country in it project. All right, it's uh. On Instagram, it's West 10 Music. Um, we have a Twitter account, but I'm never on there. Uh, I'll go on there every now and then and retweet some stuff, but that's about it. Um, Instagram, I'm, I'm on there every day. So that's the best way to get at us. Um, and uh, Facebook, I have a personal Facebook page, but I also have a West 10 page attached to that. Um, and that's, uh, that's West 10 Music as well. And almost everything is all, always West 10 Music. You can find it. Uh, Spotify, same way. You know, that's good. And I, I'll say, I mean, I would appreciate for everybody to just go to YouTube uh, because we have an amazing channel. I spend most of my time just building YouTube up. That's that's where most of my time is spent. And um, we, we have all our music videos on there, all our interviews linked. Uh, this one, I'll be sure to link. And if y'all go please subscribe because we're really trying to build up our, our YouTube channel. So, No doubt. Well, the almighty West 10, as I call you guys, it's been an honor and a pleasure for you guys to sit down and talk with us. Are there anything we leave out that you guys want the people to know? Man, all I can tell you is God is good all the time, man. And, and if you hadn't listened to our music, you know, we got our folks. So, if you don't know Jesus, get to know him. You know what I'm saying? So you and, and the beauty about our music is you can play us in the church, you can play us in the club, but just play us. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. True that, true that. Man, yeah, definitely sir. appreciate you guys' time, man. Yes, sir. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all. All right, y'all. All right. All right ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are the Country Rap Report. That is the almighty. Almighty, almighty. How many almighties can I give them? That was three right there. That's West 10, J Cage, Pop Off Fresh. Your boy Big XL. That's my guy. You finna sign out? I'm gonna sign out. Okay, oh, this your dude's fake. Y'all hang up. (laughs) Drop off. Hit that button, (laughs) JK. All right. Hey man. One time for West 10, for real, bro, those are like my favorite guys in 
They're, they're like my favorite guys in the game for real. Um, I I'm right there with you. Yeah, I, I want them to win, bro. Really, really, but really bad. Really yes, bad. Yes, yes, definitely. Um, these interviews, and you know what? I'm I'm I I, I love doing I love doing the reviews, but I like talking to these people too because it make me number one. It makes me really respect the genre even more. Cause I want everybody to win. Everyone we interviewed, I want them to win. From right. SMG Jimmy to Jesse B to to you know everybody, bro. Um, everybody who comes to this platform at this point has been really, really humble, and that's what this genre is about. And um, hey, man, the sky's the limit. We got everybody. We just gotta pull together. And I know it's gonna always be real, little beats here and there. Right. But at the end of the day, we gotta still point people in the direction. Country rap. Yes. If you don't like me, then check them out. If you don't like them, check them out. But stay in the jungle. Well, I, I feel ignorant as hell because I did not know the West, West 10. 10. I, didn't <laughs> I feel like Boo Boo the Fool. I know, me too. <laughs> I really thought it was, I really was planning on going to Tennessee soon and right. look for the highway, you know, the interstate. Wow. Yeah, I feel like. Yeah, that, that is a hip-hop trivia question. When yes, it is. <laughs> what does the name stand for? Uh, Highway? No. <laughs> you know what's over there by 75? Was 75 connected? No, bro. Nah. Shout out to A hey, and all you artists out there watching the show. Y'all need a pop-up fresh beat in your life. Yeah, you do. And look, don't play yourself. If you get a pop-up fresh beat, go and get eight, at least eight from JK's because he come with the he he ain't, he ain't no slack on the on the on the lyrics now. A man no, got bars yeah. for days. I need to go check out some of that King JC stuff. He was spitting, spitting. Yeah, that King JC stuff we putting out this year. So, but we'll talk about that when we hang this up because you know we talk about your other collection too. I did not know that you still had it. I thought you got rid of it. Boy, all right, your money over there, fam. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, big XL. It's your dude Spank. We are the Country Rap Report. Until the next episode, remember, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 10 a.m., live chats. Get with us. Yes. Peace. Peace.